Hello, everyone. <laughs> Guess what? Mo has a microphone this episode. <laughs> For all professional podcasters now, we have mics. We sound real crisp. Oh my gosh. Dude, Mo, you even have like a little reverb happening there. Just a little bit. <laughs> Amazing. Welcome, guys. Welcome, listeners. This is Elisa, and you are listening to Tune with Pals. We are just a pals with the tunes. Ayo. I'm pal number two, Mo. <laughs> pal number three, Jana. And we're back for episode, I don't know what. Three. Three? Whoa. Okay. Okay. Because I don't know how you're splitting <laughs> up episode three. Well, theoretically, this is episode three. Episode two was just cut up into a bunch of smaller episodes because we lost our minds. Yeah, we collectively. Talked That's true. Yeah. We we had a lot to say. So, <laughs> dude, it's like the only thing that gives me purpose in my life. Not to sound okay, sad. That's good. <laughs> um, I have to like until I like submit this last final. I'm gonna keep. I have to. I've had that keep wearing jeans, or else I'm like I'm not doing anything. Dude, I've yeah. been doing the same thing. I've literally like if I don't put like actual pants on, like I'm not productive. <laughs> yeah. When I quote unquote go to work in the morning, I like just straight up dress like how I would if I was going into the studio. Because yeah. otherwise because my office when I like do shit is literally my bed. So <laughs> if I don't change, nothing will get done. Yeah. Honestly, I I've had to wear jeans every single day or else I feel like a complete trash monster. But now that it's getting hot in Vegas, in addition to being a trash monster, also a sweat monster. <laughs> so. Like, it's like something to, like, wear jeans at home because, like, why would you do that? But it's like, I gotta do something to be productive. Desperate times. I don't even know how hot it is in Burbank. I haven't even gone outside in, like, <laughs> several days. So I couldn't now. tell you. <laughs> I could not tell you. I feel like I do have to mention one thing, though, before we completely go off now. Um, <laughs> so, <laughs> my brain is still kind of recovering from the final season of She-Ra on Netflix. We're gonna win in the end! We must be strong! And we must be brave! We must be brave! <laughs> oh, no, no spoilers! No, no spoilers! spoilers. No, spoilers. No, no spoilers! Promise, no spoilers! <laughs> I will say, however, there's 13 beautiful episodes, <laughs> and yeah. I, I watched I to... it all in one day. <laughs> oh my god, that is so lovely. I love that for you. I stayed up I'm until midnight. I'm like a midnight. season behind, I think. It's, it's so beautiful. Like, I stayed up until midnight, like, Thursday night, so that I watched it as it dropped on Netflix. What a nerd. <laughs> okay, listen. <laughs> And then and then I slept for like three hours and then woke up, decided that, you know what, fuck it, I'm just going to binge all of it right now. So I went downstairs and I just hunkered down and watched it and cried through the whole thing. I'm fine. I'm Shira. <laughs> That's so, I'm happy that you had That's that emotional tired. release. <laughs> Oh, oh my god. I literally went on Tumblr and I just had to scream about it for days. <laughs> I found group chats 
to talk to because that's just how badly I needed to talk to someone about it. So I was like, I need friends. Oh my god. <laughs> no one else watches Shira. And so I'm just like I need Shira Anonymous. <laughs> I'm part of the Shira support group. <laughs> my name is Jana. <laughs> and it's been like zero hours since I've thought about Shira. <laughs> I like how the theme of this is just Jana likes cartoons and is suffering because of the cartoons. <laughs> I know. Like, I feel like you need some happy cartoons in your life because not- that's the bullshit that I'm on. So, yeah, you need cartoons that aren't ending. <laughs> He, but they're so happy though. That's why I'm so emotional because it, it's so happy. <laughs> no spoilers, but I'm so happy about it, and it's so. Oh. I think it ended well. <laughs> well, that's good. That's good. Yeah, it's just everything that I ever wanted. I got everything I wanted. As John finished the show, I started watching one, and it's so good. Oh yeah. Yeah. It's called Casa it? de Papel, and. <gasps> Spanish, but money heist in English, which I don't get why they called it money heist because it's not a direct translation. Like it makes sense to the plot, mm-hmm. but like it doesn't have the same effect. Like Casa de Papel just hits differently. You're like House of Paper. Like, I like that, right? So yeah, and it's just so good. Like it's suspense, but it's like so well written. And I'm like, mm, watch it. But like the thing that sucks though is that like it's in Spanish, and like I speak Spanish, and I don't have to like do the whole brain translation thing. But it's hard because it's in it's um Spain Spanish. So my brain's like, mm-hmm. I get what you're trying to say. Mm-hmm. I don't understand what you're trying to say because obviously words are different because, you know, languages be different in different places. Right. So I'm like, I get what you're saying, but I don't get what you're saying. <laughs> I yeah. just feel it in my soul. I just, brain-wise, I just don't know the words. <laughs> brain-wise, it's not there. <laughs> yeah. I. That's so interesting to me. Like, that's why language is so cool. <laughs> right. Yeah. Because, like, to the core, it's, like, Spanish, but it's a different kind of Spanish. Yeah, because, like, the mm-hmm. slang is so different and everything, so that's, like, really cool. But you still, like, get the same sentiment. Not to mention the it's accent. Like, so, yeah, like, yeah. everything yeah. sounds different already. Yeah. We're all, like, sipping on coffee right now, so I'm just getting caffeinated. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, same. So, I got, like, a dirty Golden Eagle chai. And yes. Dutch bros. The first time I got a golden, dirty. Dirty, a, a dirty chai, my brain was like, you know what? Get double dirty. And I'm like, let's go for it. And I wasn't even, like, peak powerful. I was just peak chaotic because I was just so <laughs> distracted. <laughs> Dude, I feel that. Once I discovered the dirty chai, like at starbucks even though i hate starbucks uh it was (laughs) life-changing yeah it just hits differently also at starbucks you can call it the dirty oprah because it's oprah's chai wow (laughs) amazing things you learn on this podcast (laughs) (laughs) i haven't actually had like store-bought coffee in such a long time same dude i haven't had like espresso in so long like i've literally just been doing keurig coffee this entire quarantine and i don't know how i'm surviving same (laughs) we are we are strong strong. have y'all done the whip coffee no i don't have the ingredients for life-changing okay so you literally just need instant coffee sugar and boiling water and then if you have an electric mix mixer, use that. Because if you use a hand whisk and you got no forearm strength, your arms are going to be like, 
please stop. <laughs> AKA, that's my arm because my wrists are whack as mine just popped. Yeah, so it's like equal parts. So it's like two tablespoons of instant coffee, two tablespoons of sugar, two tablespoons of boiling water, and then it's peak. <laughs> We're all going to yeah. come out of this like expert baristas because I just basically recreated one of my drinks from Dutch Bros at home because yeah. I you. missed pop it so off, much. And I'm just like, I need it. Um, Wait, what's your Dutch Bros drink? I really like the white zombie. So it's like white chocolate. Ooh, that one's and, good. Yeah, right? Yeah, that one's good. And, alter- and an alternative that I really like is the Dutch Canyon, which is basically a white zombie, but with caramel. Dude, I, for those of you listeners who aren't aware of what Dutch Bros is, because it's not everywhere, Dutch Bros has like 7 billion flavors that you can choose from. Like, it is insane. Like, (laughs) Dutch Bros has its own language. (laughs) So, did this just become like sponsored content? (laughs) Yeah, honestly, like, Dutch Dutch Bros, Bros, look us up. (laughs) Sponsor us, Dutch Bros. (laughs) Oh my gosh amazing so should we talk about music yeah you guys i guess because we're a music, music podcast <laughs> <laughs> you guys came here for the music and we just started talking about coffee because we're all getting super caffeinated with every yeah. second i know i am i feel it now <laughs> yeah i'm i'm slowly regaining my life force <laughs> yeah same Take so away. lisa has some questions for yeah. us um this I is going to be law and order <laughs> So the question is, what have you been vibing with lately? Is there a music video? Is there a bop? Is there a little tune? Whatever you may call it, go for it. I mean, I think for me, we all know that every single one of us here, all three of us, are Haley Williams stands. I beat it like a dead horse. I beat it like a drum. Overseed with you too long. Skipping like a record. And like... I do love Petals for Armor, but I think what I love even more about it are the aesthetic photos that we've been getting from Haley Williams' Instagram account recently. Like, I'm, I'm just living for the aesthetic of Petals for Armor and just the music video stills that I've been seeing and, like, the photo shoots that she's been doing for different magazines. Like, it is just so on brand she is living her fullest life and i want to recreate every single photo make it a painting hang it up in my room and worship it and that's the tea for me her skin is so nice Mm -hmm. literally her hair yeah her hair is so cool now she's got that like milano cookie looking thing going on oh my goodness yes Yes. shout out to Lindsay barnes for all of those amazing photos oh my god yeah yeah it made me like follow her instagram i was like (laughs) Lindsay. i've always like as a photographer Lindsay barnes is definitely one of those people that i've looked up to and i've always tried to like not necessarily match her aesthetic but like strive towards that kind of aesthetic for my own work and seeing like her like artistic interpretations with like Haley Williams's portraits and like concept shoots blows my mind like the brain of this woman <laughs> 
Amazing. Ugh. I My favorite, I think, in all of the photos that I've seen is like those photos where Haley just has like gems all over her face, just like, yes. <laughs> just like stuck on like Michael's craft store gems, yes. just like all over her skin. And somehow she kills it. It's basically the middle schooler in all of us who just wants to stick those, like, adhesive bedazzles on our faces all over. <laughs> was yeah. that a phase yeah. of yours, Jono? <laughs> no, it was not. <laughs> Unfortunately. <laughs> you said it with such a passion. I'm like, is this, like, a hidden thing you've always wanted to do? <laughs> now it is. It hasn't really been until recently that, like, I've embraced my love for the color pink and all things glitter because yes. middle school Jana was just like, I like blue. I'm not like other girls. Blah, 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 blah. Look it was second me, grade me. me. <laughs> yeah, we, we all went through that phase. Yeah. And now I'm just like, you know what? Pink is an amazing color. I want 50 shades of that. <laughs> 50 shades of pink. <laughs> <laughs> also known as petals for armor. <laughs> <laughs> Well, the thing, my thing with pink is that it started off as being my favorite color. And so when I got to choose what color I wanted to paint my room for the first time, I chose like Pepto-Bismol. Oh my God. <laughs> like the <laughs> grossest color of pink that you can possibly imagine. And that was slathered on my walls for the <laughs> longest time. So when I went through I'm not like other girls phase, I felt like a fraud. <laughs> and I just had to stare angrily at this Pepto-Bismol pink for like seven years until I got to repaint my room again. <laughs> Dude, I feel that. I feel like deep down inside, I've always loved the color pink. Like, my Game Boy was pink when I was little. And now that the Switch Lite came out with a coral color, I'm just like, I want that so much because it's that shade of pink. Yes. No, the patriarchy <laughs> told us that it was dumb to like pink. So, liking pink is directly in opposition with the patriarchy. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> we are rebels, obviously. <laughs> I actually am a rebel. UNLV. <laughs> <laughs> She's literally got the shirt on. <laughs> hey, I got the UNR shirt on right here. You can leave, Jonna. You're not a rebel. <laughs> Excuse you. Well, I went to Guardians of the Galaxy Breakout <laughs> University, so... Mo's the real, like intellectual here <laughs> yes i studied in space that's what that means obviously obviously <laughs> so back to the question of what we're vibing with <laughs> you can never stay on topic <laughs> <laughs> this is what it's like to have adhd just like everything is all at once <laughs> sponsored by adhd <laughs> Fueled by coffee. <laughs> um, what am I vibing with? Well, my entire universe in the last two days has been just Shira. But in what? terms of music, 
I know, shocking, right? In terms of music, I've really been I've been listening to a lot of Gabrielle Applin. So what you been doing? I thought that I saw you, I guess I was wrong. Now you doing the same thing. Convincing yourself you're better alone. I haven't heard of her. Neither have I. She is she started out as like a like a like an indie singer songwriter, like that kind of like acoustic guitar. With every small disaster, I'll let the water still take me away to some like almost no percussion kind of sound. But now she transitioned to like full on pop and dance floor music. But it's still so good. Her voice is so good. And I've been vibing to her track, Miss You. Because your girl is just missing all of her friends all the time, 24-7 now. <laughs> and she sounds so good in that track. <laughs> I've also been vibing to Post Malone. Yo, I feel that Post Malone, he's such a chiller. And like his latest album, I think, is really good. Right. Uh, yeah. That's the uh, Hollywood's Bleeding. Yeah. 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 I've been listening to I'm Gonna Be on repeat. Mmm. <laughs> Dude, wait, have y'all heard, because there's one song, let me find it, that really slaps, and I think it's a duet with Ozzy Osbourne, and like... I haven't had a chance to listen to the whole album, but my family's basic and really like Circles, and wow. Circles is good. It is. There's a reason why it's basic. It's because yeah. it's very good. <laughs> like when I listen to Circles, I just think like a very specific memory when we went to um, like Tahoe in September when we were driving up, mm-hmm. and like I don't know if Mo's ever done the drive up to like actual like Tahoe where like mm-hmm. all that stuff. It's like it's very stressful because you're going down like a two way up a mountain, and I'm yeah. just like anxiety. Me is like it's such a beautiful drive, but also it's terrifying learn it like having learned to drive in vegas where all the roads are like three lane 45 miles an hour yeah plenty of space and mostly straight roads going up a very narrow two-way like winding path up a mountain with different yeah. elevations is just absolutely terrifying so it's a great I view mean... <laughs> but it's terrifying but, but exactly i will i will say driving in la i think has prepared me for everything (laughs) and living in the valley specifically has prepared me for anything i can't tell you how many times like as a kid i was like oh mulholland drive like how cute california yeah now i've driven driven up that thing i can't even tell you how many times and it gives me peak anxiety every single time my life flashes before my eyes as i fight off car sickness <laughs> i can't car sweat um 
<laughs> car sickness is what I meant to say. Um, I think I need to get my head checked. But anyway. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, so whenever I hear circles, I just think of us like going into Lake Tahoe. And it just matches the whole vibe, especially like, during the fall and like early September. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. I like that vibe. Yeah. Uh, I did just find the name of the Ozzy Osbourne duet. It is Take What You Want. It is, and it's like, I really love the vibe and like the genre crossing that Post Malone has been doing lately in terms of like, kind of like a little bit of a heavier rock mixed with some hip hop, you know? And I think that's specifically why I've been vibing with Hollywood's Bleeding, because there is a lot of genre blending going on with all the tracks like mm-hmm. circles sounds very alternative yeah <laughs> like pop it does yeah mm-hmm. i never expected to like post malone's hollywood's bleeding but here i am yeah <laughs> like post yeah i never expected to vibe with posts i think it just also it sucks because like for me if what happened was like i saw him i'm like i don't know about his music and like it's definitely changed over the past year oh yeah. so my brain was very like Mm, very judgmental but like now like now that I'm more open to it I'm like wow he's changing things up and he's like he's releasing bops and bangers how does so, yeah. he feel knowing that he's like our age that's wild <laughs> yeah he looks really like he's 45 age. yeah that's crazy <laughs> insane really? we could marry post Malone <laughs> no thank you. <laughs> Love you I would marry post Malone you can have them you can have them all you want I could I could deal with the face tattoos um <laughs> he's cute he's a cutie yeah. he is I love him yeah so my turn to answer my own question yeah what have you been vibing with Elisa um so Fiat finally ended for me on Wednesday, Woo! but because finals technically haven't ended because I procrastinate, <laughs> um, I haven't really been able to listen to like, everything. But um, it's funny because I'm like my I, for some reason I thought I would be really open to just listening to new music, and like I was. I find I've listened to a couple of the albums I've been missing, but for some reason my brain is always just late. Like the past couple of days, it's just been going like, oh, you know what you want to listen to? Harry Styles on Tiny Desk. That performance is so good. And mm-hmm. in the beginning of quarantine, that really helped me with my anxiety because I think it was just like a nice chill vibe that everyone needed as the world was beginning to go crazy definitely so yeah and like also which is like i think live performances do hit differently yeah and it's like especially with the harmonies that his band has like the three-part harmonies that the women in his group are doing are amazing if right. y'all haven't if my if listeners haven't listened to it like go and check it out like it's insane yes. like the album just listening to it on like spotify or the cd like it's so beautiful and i love it but it's, I still, like, I think I enjoy the live version now, 
because I can appreciate the harmonies and how he's able to like change it. Isn't it incredible when a good artist performs live and it's actually good? (laughs) Like so many people perform live and it's just garbage, but like it's, it's a telling point when you like an artist and then you see them live or you hear them live and they're still good. Like that's a test. Yeah. Let's talk about Tiny Desk for like two seconds because I have I so love much love in my heart for NPR's Tiny Desk. Like when a friend of mine interned for NPR in DC over the fall semester last year, he was there for the Taylor Swift Tiny Desk. <laughs> and I'm just like, bro, what? And yeah. the. The thing I love the most about just the space of Tiny Desk is that artists really get to strip down their Mm -hmm. songs to, like, the bare essentials. And you really can feel and see and hear every single one of those facets that you you can hear them, obviously, on, like, recordings, but it's not as, like, intimate or personal as it is on the Tiny Desk. And they get Mm -hmm. to change it Mm -hmm. up. Like Paramore's Tiny Desk. Yeah. Oh, Lizzo's Tiny Desk is Lizzo's also a really good one. so good. Heard you say I'm not the baddest bitch you Yeah, she was also it was it was so you it was so good because it like Jonna said like they were, she was able to change it, but she also added like her own humor to it and she just made it so like personal. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah we stand tiny desk. Yeah. Yes. Just the space of it allows for so much more intimacy and a lot yeah. more creative freedom, I feel like. Even though like the physical space is so tiny, it's like physically restraining yeah (laughs) Mm -hmm. but like that also contributes to you know how artists have to think of that creatively and Mm -hmm. a lot of people do it so well so good yeah the thing i found like interesting with like harry styles's tiny desk is how in the album you can see him popping off with adore you and how he just hits these notes and everything but when he does it live he does it so chill in a way but it's still so powerful and i love that how you don't have to you don't have to go so hard when you like he sings adore you and you're like singing along but you still feel the same sentiment as him when he's doing a chiller live acoustic version yeah yeah it's also like interesting with tiny desk because you can see how the artist like interacts with their band and they do have an appreciation for them because like obviously they're touring with them but you just never really see their relationship that's formed Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. like that's also another cool thing because like Harry Styles or Lizzo is giving a shout out to like their guitarist or they're like the person who's on the synthesizer stuff like that. Right. Definitely. So yeah, it's always really cool. Like I always think back to Coldplay's Tiny Desk because they brought in a whole choir. <laughs> yeah. I remember desk. that one. Yeah. It sounded so different, 
but it was amazing because it was so different. I hear Jerusalem bells ringing, Roman cavalry choirs are singing, be my mirror, my sword and shield, missionaries in a foreign field, for some reason I can't explain, but There's just such an opportunity to remix your own stuff with Tiny Desk, and it's wild. Yeah. Like, um, Florence and the Machine. <laughs> yes. Oh, my God. That was also a good Tiny Desk. Her own personality kind of shines through in that performance because you really see how she's kind of like shy and a little nervous to be there. But then yeah. when she sings, yeah. she's such a powerhouse of a voice. It's mm-hmm. wild. But then in Tiny Desk, you also see kind of like the duality of like, oh yeah, I'm a really good singer and I'm an international sensation. But also, I'm terrified of singing in front of you guys. <laughs> Yeah, because it's so intimate. Right. Like, you really have to, like, look people in the face. And that's such a cool experience. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah, so yeah. <laughs> just that just does pop it off on Tiny Desk. Listen yeah. to Tiny Desk if you haven't. This is a shameless promotion of NPR's <laughs> Tiny Desk. <laughs> uh, NPR, if you would like to sponsor us, uh, we wouldn't say no. <laughs> I will do my NPR voice for you on the radio. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So complete like 180 from the first question. The next question is, what artists can you not listen to? Mm. that's tough (laughs) wait let me look at Spotify real quick (laughs) it's just kind of over the years something I've just stood by relentlessly but I don't think I can ever listen to Justin Bieber willingly Mm. yeah (laughs) yummy yummy is garbage I think the last song I liked from him was what do you mean and like that, like freshman, like our freshman year of college, like that. Right. Yeah, like, like that, love that yourself. Was, yeah. yeah, like that was a good era. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, and I think that's because at the time Ed Sheeran was like helping him songwrite. Yeah. <laughs> so right. once that relationship ended, I think he just kind of tanked. Oof. Yeah. Sorry, Justin. I will say not not necessarily related her music because i think she is a good musician but just because of everything happening in the world right now um i can't listen to grimes (laughs) (laughs) like i'm sorry i (laughs) once you emancipate yourself from elon musk grimes um then i'll start listening to you again but girl how do you get out of the baby's name I don't even know. Well, I've I've heard multiple things, but 
I, a, like a theory that's going around right now is that it's, it's pronounced drum roll please Kyle <laughs> <laughs> are you kidding me right now I, I'm dead serious but I don't know if that's I don't know if that's a real thing or not but I I have no idea the fact that it's a theory on how to say this name. kid's name <laughs> is just such a testament to how wild this reality is. Yeah. <laughs> it's insane. I, I saw a thing that was like, and in the time of quarantine, the United States came together to hate a baby. <laughs> 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 and I was like, wow, not wrong. Good luck for this child. He's gonna... He's not even he's born yet, right? He's gonna come <laughs> no, he out. Is. He is? No, yeah, he's born. He's out. He's out. He's out. Okay, wow, I really have been unplugged <laughs> for a hot second. Damn. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, good luck John to is you. contemplating life. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, I have one more. Um, oh, okay, go for it. I love her. She's great, and I've been such a big fan for the longest time. But because my mental state has not been stable enough to listen to her songs, I cannot listen to Julian Baker right now. <laughs> Maybe it's all gonna turn out alright And I know that it's not But I have to Oh my god. I love her so much. And like I own her records. I listen I used to listen to her a lot, but my mental state is just not strong enough right now <laughs> to listen to Julian Baker. To have to listen to her unpack all of her religious trauma, her like just trauma in general, and I'm just like, whoo. <laughs> I gotta step back from it this. Sounds traumatic. <laughs> <laughs> on her tiny desk she was just like this is a sad song number 10 and I'm just like it really is it really is sad song number 10 Julian I love you oh you have an amazing voice and your instrumentation is great I love it but I'm already feeling so sad <laughs> <laughs> I'll listen to something when you know I'm better. <laughs> Should have said something, something, something. Couldn't find something to say. So I just said nothing, nothing, nothing. Sad and watched you drive away. Yeah. Something <laughs> by Julian Baker. That song came into my life when things were just very weird and confusing and I was still trying to figure things out with myself. And so now those memories and those emotions are kind of stuck to that song. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so every yeah. time I listen to something, that <laughs> that shit hurted. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And so, yeah, Julian Baker, love her, but not in an emotional state to listen to her right now. <laughs> <laughs> Another artist that... 
I've literally never been able to listen to just because I hate the cadence of his voice is The Weeknd. Like, I'm sorry, but I, I don't get down with The Weeknd. Yeah, it's just like something about and not to sound like I hate Canadians because Canada's awesome, but like something about his accent in his songs is just like, <laughs> like I yeah I I don't know I'm sorry I'm I'm sorry about it but I can't change the way I feel. <laughs> this is okay. I, I, you're still my friend and I still support you and I <laughs> thank you <laughs> this was all I needed <laughs> um for me like my number the number one artist that comes to my mind is Rex Orange County and sorry to like the people who likes who like Rex Orange County I just can't listen to him like first of all it's just like it the, the, like him as an artist it just brings back like bad memories from like a bad like a bad group of friends that just I don't vibe with anymore and like so you know what I'm saying like you know just like memories and like music and also it's like I never liked him to begin with and I made myself try and like him but I just couldn't like his music is isn't for me it's very like it's too indie not too indie but you know what I'm saying mm -hmm. I don't know how to describe Rex Torrance County's music because I just don't vibe with it so my brain's like you don't even gotta describe it <laughs> I don't like it. Like for me at this point, like if I ever hear like the first like three notes of best friend, I'm I'm out. I'm just leaving. <laughs> I'm exiting the room. <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I just don't vibe with him. And then um what else? Lately, like I I will support and I will there's some more deep in my heart that will always love BTS, but I just can't vibe with them right now. Cause it's great that they're giving like k-pop into the world and obviously making it more well known and mainstream right. but i think they do need to kind of just go back to their roots and stop collabing with all these american artists to be relevant yeah because, like, that's fair there was, was k-pop before they started like collabing with halsey who was like in two seconds a boy with love she didn't even have a line she was like randomly in there right yeah she was like the chorus kind yeah. of and i'm like like clearly like k-con and like all these other like conventions and like movements and like the waves of this pop culture came way before bts right so it's just annoying how like i don't know i love bts and they're like i need you era and like that prime time is great but i don't think i can listen to them right now just because i'm like just just go back yeah <laughs> and like i'm also worried because like there's obviously like their fans are known to be crazy and on top of that, there's like bandwagon fans. Mm. I'm like, how many of you are actually going to stay and like actually become normal fans? Mm. So yeah, like I know a handful of like armies are super chill and like I love them, but like it just sucks that the rest of the crazy ones ruin it for everyone. Wait, but yeah, army what is is that like the name of the fan base? That's their fan name. Okay. Yeah. So like in K-pop, every fandom has its own name. Gotcha. So yeah. Interesting. It's interesting because. I've, like, talked to a lot of people who were introduced to K-pop through BTS. And when I'm like, oh, like, what song is your favorite? They're usually always like, 
yeah the the one with halsey <laughs> that one sounds like so similar to um no does, what am i even saying I don't, I don't even know my brain my caffeine brain went somewhere else but like i heard it and i'm like what <laughs> like it just because yeah. like for me as like i've just been listening to k-pop so long since like eighth grade which i think is probably what like 10 ish years now is um like every group kind of has their own main sound mm-hmm. and this one like obviously you want songs to sound different but this one i was like you kind of just went a little like too far yeah right well and actually that's a good segue because another artist whose voice i don't really like is halsey (laughs) like i know that's a very unpopular opinion because a lot of people love halsey but i think my main problem with her is that a she doesn't have a lot of range which like Mm. that's fine like a lot of popular artists don't (laughs) but she she just doesn't i don't think she sings in the correct genre if that makes sense like i don't think her voice is suited for pop like i think she would sound a lot better if she was like doing some 2008 kind of like emo shit you know yeah like i listened to one song of hers that she i think it was a collab with another artist and it kind of had that like pop punk feel to it and i was like oh like this is actually a good sound for halsey but i don't know like i i just can't get down like i'm sorry like and her songs like in and of themselves are good but I think they would sound better if they weren't done by her. <laughs> Rip. That's fair. <laughs> I feel that. Yeah. Like, there's some songs I like by her, but it's like they're they're so right. tiny. Not you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I probably have like one or two. It's not like, oh my gosh, like I have like if I look at a playlist, it's not gonna be like oh Halsey. It's gonna be probably like one. Any if I- Yeah. And there's also there's Sorry. Go ahead, Jenna. No, no, you're good. If I heard her on the radio, I'd just be like, "All right, cool. Like, I can kind, of, I can vibe with this." But I, I personally can't listen to an entire album straight of just Halsey. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Something about whether it's her voice or the way her music is composed or whatever it is, it just kind of feels exhausting after one or two songs, and then you can't just yeah. listen anymore. Unless it's- well, she came during that era of like, kind of like, <laughs> like where every girl, every, yeah, like, welcome to my kitchen. We have been like, she came during the Lord era where every female artist tried to sound like that and like lord is lord for a reason and lord kills it like lord knows what she's good at and she rocks it but like yeah halsey does not (laughs) and i will say the thing that solidified the reason why i don't think halsey's voice is that great 
is there's that one video of her that was circulating Tumblr for a little bit where she's like at this mall and she's with her friends or her family or something. And then I think they like egg her on to sing something. And she's just trying to belt. And it's like, if I was at this mall, I'd be like, what is this bitch doing right now? <laughs> like it's painfully, it's just a little bit cringy. And her friends are like, yeah. <laughs> And I'm just like, oh. like, good for you to have the confidence, but also. Uh. So anyway, that's my Halsey rant. <laughs> I am done. I can't listen to Chainsmokers. Like, I look at them and I'm like. Oh, true. No. Yeah, yeah, that's a good one. No, I can't. Like, yeah. I don't, like, what was it? I, um, the people, an old friend group I used to like hang out with, they, um, they're not attractive to me. Like. I, and then someone recently was like, they look like knockoff white guys. <laughs> in the same conversation, I'm like, how are you a knockoff of your own kind? That's fair. That's you know, very Louis valid. Vuitton, but you don't look like a Louis Vuitton. Who <laughs> <laughs> yeah, are you? I was like, they're not attractive. And then this guy was just like, but he, like, they're, they are. Like, the one is. I'm like, what are you talking about? Like, why are you trying to tell me <laughs> one of them is attractive? <laughs> like, <laughs> and like, how is this going to convince me to listen to the Chainsmokers? <laughs> that's true. And once again, another Halsey collab yeah. that yeah. absolutely sucks. <laughs> yeah. You know what? Like, what? What's what's that song called? It's a we are never getting older. Like that song, like oh, yeah. if you look back at it, you're like, man, this is bad. But it just like yeah. brings back like solid memories for some reason. Like yeah. it's not a good song, but it's just a, like a song that's like, yep, summer of freshman year of college. That's mm -hmm. freshman year like, of you, college. Yeah, I think Shit. so. Yeah, oh, that sounds great. Oh, yeah, completely like off that vein <laughs> it's the one year anniversary of the day that i graduated college today speaking of Woo! college <laughs> i'm actually meeting up with some of my friends on zoom tonight to share a shot <laughs> oh, oh. that's so cute <laughs> after like one year of being scattered to the winds we're all just like all right let's all drink to being adults for one year <laughs> about it. I love that. <laughs> but yeah, definitely Closer by the Chainsmokers brings back like summer 2015 vibes, but otherwise I can go the rest of my life without it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that was a that was a solid pick, Elisa. Yeah. I appreciate that. <laughs> <laughs> I was looking at Amazon Music and they came up, I'm like, you're right, Amazon. <laughs> mm -hmm. I'm not listening to them, but thank you for sparking the sponsored by Amazon. <laughs> we're just dropping. Actually, just kidding. Jake, we're just not kidding. I, I do us. No, I, I don't. I don't want to be sponsored by Amazon either. So, no. Only Dutch Bros. <laughs> yeah, Dutch, Dutch Bros. Bros. Where are you at? <laughs> yeah. So we have. Do we have any more artists that we don't listen to? Um, I don't like Drake. 
<laughs> like as a whole, I don't really like Drake. Um, I do like individual songs Same. of Drake's. Yeah. Um, but I, mm, yeah, I don't know. And also, his whole like relationship with Millie Bobby Brown oh, is like, uh. very creepy. It's like R. Kelly and Aaliyah, or whoever that one female artist was back in the day that he had a weird relationship with. Like, that's the vibe <laughs> that I get whenever I see uh, Drake and like Millie Bobby Brown. I'm like, please stay away from her. Um, Not a vibe. Not a vibe. Uh-huh. Yeah, truly not. Uh, so, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I feel you with that mode. Like, some songs are, like, really good. Mm-hmm. And then some are, I'm just like, nah. Well, I think his latest album is, like, kind of a testament to that. Because the singles were really good. Like, um, I'm thinking of Scorpion is the one, is the example that I'm using. Because oh, okay. I liked... Um, I liked Nice for What. You know hard time, doing overtime for the last month. Saturday, call the girls, get them gassed up. Gotta hit the club, gotta make the ass jump. Gotta hit the club like you hit the motherfucking angles. With your phone out, stopping like you... Mm-hmm. I thought that was a bop. And, like, God's plan was okay. But then the rest of the album, just trash. <laughs> So everybody, because, because nice for what was such a good single, everybody like that set the standard and everybody was like, Oh, Drake's new album is going to be fire. And then it just sucked. So speaking of Drake, um, is it passion fruit? Mm, Yes. Like I like his version, but like now I just, I can only really listen to Haley Williams's version. Yeah. yeah, that's like the only version that matters, in my opinion, in my honest yes. onion. <laughs> when Haley Williams also does the I got my eyes on you part, I'm just like, yes, yes, you do. <laughs> 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 I'm just like, I never thought that this is what I needed to hear from Haley Williams. But here we are yeah. We're hearing it. We have it. Yes. <laughs> so, yeah, just yeah. popping off to Haley Williams again. <sighs> Thank you, God, for Haley Williams. <laughs> this podcast is sponsored by Haley Williams. <laughs> Haley. No, this is. Drake, to me, is like the Bob Dylan of hip hop. Like, it, his songs are better when other people sing them. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Wow, that was. That's a- my hot take. <laughs> That is my hot take. Today on Tunes of Pals, we get controversial. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, like, I love Bob Dylan too, but you can't deny that his voice, it's like, what is he saying? (laughs) Beautiful lyricism gets trapped behind that. (laughs) That's, That's my Bob Dylan impression. Um, <laughs> man, dude, because you mentioned Haley Williams's cover of Passion Fruit, 
I also want to give a shout out to BBC Radio One Live Lounge too. Mm. In addition, I have found so many versions that are better than the original yeah. because of BBC Live Lounge. Yeah, like in addition um, to Tiny Desk, BBC Live Lounge is just uh, such a gift, such a gift to this world. Yeah, mm-hmm. like like Tiny Desk, it's also a, an amazing platform for artists to like recreate themselves in a different perhaps uncharted territory especially yeah. like Haley Williams doing passion fruit that's like off genre but she did it so well mm-hmm. yeah I also Her like song. how they do like their songs and they do a cover and you can just see how different or how similar they they've done it because right. like there was a cover a couple years back from an artist Kaiza I don't mm-hmm. know if I'm pronouncing her name correctly but she did um it was let me Google it. It's gonna because it's so good. Like how she does it, you, you like it sounds like that's like the original version how it should be. Right. But like you like you listen to the original version and it's like actually like a pumping song. I want to send a quick shout out to Harry Styles's cover of Juice by Lizzo. Oh. <laughs> um, that I think also came from BBC. His cover of the chain is so good. True. Oh, I just love how obsessed with Fleetwood Mac he is because <laughs> I also feel that way towards Stevie Nicks. So <laughs> one one performance I remember from BBC Live Lounge was going back to Paris. They did a cover, like a stripped down cover of Everlong by Foo Fighters. And it was so good because they stripped it down. Like the original is like heavy with a lot of distortions and like really present percussion. But with this cover, they stripped it down and slowed it down to like synths and like just a little bit of like a like touchpad drums, but not even. It was so low key and chill. And I'm just like, I never thought that I needed this until I heard it. <laughs> oh, I found the song. It was um Prayer and Sea. And she does such an like a beautiful acoustic cover to it. Our world is slowly dying. I'm not wasting no more time. Don't think I could believe And then you listen to the original version and you're like, this is supposed to be like a like a pop song? Like, it just sounds so weird. Like, the lyrics and everything just sound right mm-hmm. in acoustic in the cover that she did. Right. Wait, so, yeah. what was the song again? Prayer in C. Who does that one? Um, by Lily Wood and The Prick. Oh, okay. Yeah, so like you see like the polar opposites.
my goodness, look at you. You made it to the end of this episode. This has been part one of Elisa's interrogation series where she asks us a bunch of questions about music and we answer them really excitedly. (laughs) Um, So excitedly that we ran long again (laughs) and we've decided to cut up the series into multiple episodes. So this was part one and part two's coming right up. Thanks again for listening. This was Tunes with the Pals, where the pals with the tunes. We'll see you again real soon.